Hi, I'm Ross. This is my article for Coromine magazine called Boats and Things, Part 2. Boats come in many shapes and sizes and degrees of beauty. One of the ugliest and most ominous to my mind is the submarine. My opinion is no doubt influenced by a close-up experience of one in the Waitemata Harbour in 1979. A year before that, my friend Dave had taken part in a waterborne protest against the nuclear-powered and probably nuclear-armed submarine Pintado as it steamed at high speed past North Head, led by the New Zealand Navy warship Waikato. A large flotilla of Auckland Peace Squadron yachts and other small craft, crewed by concerned New Zealanders, stretched itself across the channel to try and stop the nuclear sub's progress. Police boats and Navy helicopters did their best to disrupt the protest, and many small craft were capsized by the downdraft from the helicopters and the wake waves caused by the many boats. One small craft was seen briefly stranded on the bow of the sub before it was eventually able to dock in downtown Auckland. Many people in those Cold War times were concerned about the possibility of nuclear accident in a large metropolis like Auckland, or becoming a nuclear target should war break out. The US government would neither confirm or deny whether their warships were nuclear armed. Understandably, this did not sit comfortably with many Kiwis. The following year, another visit by a US nuclear-powered armed submarine, the USS Haddo, was planned. So, Dave and I decided to take our small fishing boat from its Waiheke home to the inner Waitemata to join protest Flotilla. It was a repeat of the year before, with police and navy boats creating dangerous conditions by nudging away or sometimes ramming the small protest craft, with the helicopters repeating their disruptive tactics. One brave Auckland man jumped onto the bow of the sub and shook his fist at the sub captain who stood looking down from the conning tower. Dave, who was much braver than me, was keen to follow him onto the bow. But fortunately, or unfortunately, our not very fast little fishing vessel was prevented by the police boats from getting close enough to perform this extremely dangerous feat. Go, and then we can go the French government. Thanks. The French government also took exception to our stance. In the years leading up to the nuclear ship visits, New Zealand warships were used in a peaceful way under Labour government Prime Minister, the highly respected Norman Kirk. He sent two Navy frigates, the Otago and the Canterbury, to join small yachts from New Zealand, Australia and Greenpeace, which had sailed to Mururo Atoll near Tahiti to protest the atmospheric testing of nuclear bombs by the French military. Imagine how much nuclear radiation was blown across neighbouring islands. However, France had assured the world it was safe after defying an international court of justice ruling to stop testing. Why didn't they test in the Mediterranean if it was so safe? Yeah, right. A later French administration, however, compromised slightly and ordered future tests to be done underground. Poor worms. 
standoff came to a head in 1985 when the Greenpeace ship, the Rainbow Warrior, was sunk in the Waitemata Harbour by French Navy divers, resulting in the death of the ship's cameraman. Those of you of my generation will no doubt recall these events, but younger readers who would like a history lesson can access the Rainbow Warrior movie starring Sam Neill and the documentary Mururoa 1973. Testing in the Pacific continued until 1996 when international pressure and widespread unrest in Tahiti finally brought it to a halt. So, as you can see, boats can be a lot of fun or they can be downright dangerous depending on the skipper's skill and motivation, safety procedures and lady luck. Of course, warships are inherently dangerous, with their captains bound to obey orders from political leaders, some of whom are not fit to wield such powers, or be anywhere near nuclear codes. Even being on a peace boat can be dangerous when French Secret Service divers are around. Here in Fitianga, boats are used mostly for fun, with the majority of us hopefully employing sensible face safety procedures the exception being during the summer holidays when it becomes open slather on the water. Luck sometimes comes into play, but having a comprehensive safety plan, more often than not, pleases the lady. And a final comment about boats. If you want some entertainment, take a deck chair down to Kuatunu or one of the Fitianga boat ramps on a busy day and watch the chaos. Happy boating!